The last thing we're discussing was the sugya of a thief or a shomer who claims theft. In what situation they would have to pay double? We discussed the pesukim. We learned about the klal pratoklal and the different types of variations of that to try to understand why do we need every word in the pasuk. And at one point we were stuck with the word and we wanted to learn it as uh, adding, subtracting, adding. And we said each one, each one is coming to take something away. And when it says, we learned it like Rav who said, uh, bring the Karen back to life, meaning that the Ganav has to pay for the item like at the time when it died, whatever it was worth then. And with that, we're going to start Samachhe Amud Aleph, three lines in where it says Gufa. Amar Rav, Rav says, someone stole something, and after it was stolen, uh, the price changed. Karen Karen Sheganav. When he pays the principal, he, pr- he pays like at the time when he stole it. When he has to pay the double and the times four times five, that's kishat hamada badin. The price on that is whatever it's worth at the time when they bring this case to court. And Gma asks, what's Rab's reason? So Amar Kera Geneva because the Pasuk says and then it says Hayim Se Hayim Ad Mishorat Hamor Ad Se Hayim then it says Shunai Mishalem. So Amar Hamana Hayim Begneva. Why do you have to say the word Hayim when it comes to Gneva? We're going to make the Keren live at, like at the time when he stole it. So he has to pay the principal what it was worth at the time it was stolen, but the four and five, it doesn't have the same halacha, and therefore you could pay whatever it's worth at the time when it comes to betin. And Amar of Sheshat, Amina, according to me, Kinaim Rav was sleeping when he, was, when he said that halacha, because he's wrong. The Tanya, we have a Beraitat says, if a person stole an animal, if it was weak, and the thief made it fatter. He pays the times four times five, like at the time when he stole it, not what it's worth today. And that's contradicting Rav, who said four and five goes by when you show up in Betin. So Amre, the Gemara explains, Maybe that case is different because the robber is saying, I made it fatter. I spent the time, the effort, the money on making it bigger, and you should uh, you should uh, enjoy it. You should have benefit from that. I'll pay you whatever I stole from you. So therefore, it's not contradicting Rav. So the Gemara tries to bring another bright dad against Rav. If it was fat and he weakened it. I guess he didn't feed it enough and became weak. You have to pay the double or the times four times five like at the time when you stole it, not when it shows up to Beitin. So that's the problem on Rav. He held that the, the, the principle, whatever it was at the time of stolen, when it was stolen, and the times four times five like at the time it showed up to Beitin. The Gemara says, no, hatam nami over. There's also, it's a different halakha, mishum le, because we tell the thief, malik katla kula, malik katla palga. What's the difference if you killed half of it or all of it? Meaning when you weakened it, you lessened it from what its original worth is. So there's no difference between half killing it or fully kill, killing it. At the end of the day, I lost uh, the, this worth of this animal, 
I, I don't care how it was done. Therefore, you have to pay me whatever it was at the time of stolen. When Rav was talking, uh, it was When it fluctuates and goes up and down in price. So the Gemara asks, what are you talking about? What Meaning, what, what's Rav talking about? went up and down in price. If you want to say, if you want to tell me that originally when you stole it, it was worth a zuz, now it's worth four zuz, and and he has to pay the principal whatever he stole, which is uh, which is one zuz. It sounds like Rav argues on Rabbah. Rabbah said if someone stole a barrel of wine from his friend, original was worth one zoos, now it's worth four zoos. If he broke it or he drank it, he has to pay four zoos. If it broke on its own, he only has to pay one zoos, whatever it was worth at the time of sale. And Rashi explains Rabbah based on that if a person drank it or broke it with his own hands, then we, we charge him whatever it was worth at that time because that's the time we consider he stole it. But if it broke on its own, then we're going to charge him whatever it was worth at the time when he took it out of the owner's house, and that's going to be the time of uh, st- stealing. So the bottom line is, according to Rabbah over here, that if a person stole something and he slaughtered the animal, he would have to pay a principal whatever it was worth at the time of shahita, at the time where, or at the time where the, where the barrel broke. And not like what Rab said, that you pay principal at the time you, you stole it. Not at the time you, you killed it or you broke it, at the time you stole it. So Amre, they say, no, Kika Amar Rav, what Rav was talking about, Kigodim Aikara Shaviyah Arba'a, Ulbasov Shaviyah No, Rav was talking about a situation where it was originally worth four, now it's worth one. Keren Kain Shaganav. So he has to pay principal, whatever he stole, which is four. And Tashlume Kefil, but Tashlume Rabba Hamisha, but times two or times four and five, Kishat Ahmadah Badin, whatever it was worth at the time when it shows up to Badin. But really, technically, if the animal went up in price after it, it was stolen, and then you slaughter it, you have to pay principal whatever it was when it showed up to Betin. So Rabbi Hanina brings a brayta to help Rav. Meaning a shomer chinam, an unpaid watchman. He claims that whatever was deposited to him got stolen. Venishban, he swore. and then he admitted that he lied. And then witnesses came and said he's the one who stole it. If he admitted before the witnesses came, he pays principal plus a fifth. And he has to give a korban Hashem for lying under oath. If he only admitted after witnesses came, then he has to pay double. And his fifth is part of the double he paid. That's the very Rabbi Yaakov. The Hachamim Omrim, Hachamim argue, and they say, Berosho Vahamishito. The Pasuk says, Veshivet Hashamo, Berosho Vahamishito, Yosef Alav. The fact that it says, Berosho Vahamishito, meaning, Mamona Mishtalem Berosh, Mosif Homish. Money that you pay up front, meaning the principal, then you add a fifth to that. Mamon She'en Mishtalem Barosh, but if it's not principal money, En Mosif Homish, you don't have to pay a fifth. Meaning, if you're just paying principal, then you add a fifth. If you're already paying double, then you, you don't have to pay a fifth. 
And Rabishimo ben Yochai Omer in Chomish Veasham Mishalim, Makom Shish Kefal. If you have to pay double, then you don't have to give Korban Asham, you don't have to pay the extra fifth. Now, Katanemihat, let's just pay attention to one line. Humsho Olelo Bikfelo Diver Biakov. Biakov said the fifth is part of the double. So, Hechidami, what exactly are we talking about? If it was worth four times, it was stolen. And now it's still worth four. Well, how is it possible that the fifth is part of the double? The, the kefil would be time, it would be an extra four. So it's four. Now you have to add another four. And the homish, the one fifth, is only one zuz. It's a, you take that four divided by four whatever that comes out with, which is one zoos, and you add it to the top. So that's, And that's how you get a fifth. Uh, fifth is not uh, one out of five, it's a one out of four, and then you add that fourth on, on top of everything. So bottom line is the double and the fifth is not equal. So you can't say that the, 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 the fifth is part of the kefil. Rather, what are we talking about? You have to say it was worth four, and it went down to one. The kefil is one zoos. It's add one to what it was worth. And you also have to pay one-fifth of a zuz. That's the fifth. So Alma, what comes out of this Braita? Karen, Karen, you're going to have you pay the principal whatever you stole. But the double and the times four times five, it goes by whatever it's worth at the time we come to Beit Din. And that's a proof to Rav that we go by the time it was stolen for the principal and everything else at the time it shows up to Beit Din. But Amara Varavad doesn't like that proof because you can always say we're talking about a situation where it was originally worth four, now it's also worth four. And what you asked that the kefil is worth four because it was four when you stole it, so now it's worth four, so you double that. But the homish is only one zuz, so it can't be the same. What was Rabbi Yaakov talking about? We're talking about a person who lied under oath and went to another betin because if he was lying on in one betin, they can't make him swear again. He, that means uh, he's not trusted in this betin. So he goes to another betin, lies there, then goes to another betin, lies there, and he did it four times. And each time he admitted. And the Torah also said his fifths, meaning plural. The Torah said that it's a possibility to have more than one fifth in 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 one uh, in one situation. Why, if he keeps on lying, he has to pay a fifth each time. So Rabbi Yaakov was talking about a situation where he lied under oath four times, and each time we're adding another fifth. So if he did it four times, a quarter, which is one zuz, four times equal four, which is exactly the amount of the kefil. Amar more. Let's go back to Brayta. We said before v'hachamim omrim berosho v'hamishito. They understood from the word berosho. Mamon mishtalem berosh mosif homish. You only pay a fifth on the principal. Mamon she'en mishtalem berosh and mosif homish. If you're not paying just principal, meaning you're paying double, then you don't add a fifth. Aval asham mateva. You bring a korban asham. Maishana homish delo mishalem. So what's the reason you don't bring that extra fifth? It's only the, the fifth is only on the principal. If that's the case, and don't give a korban Hashem because it also says v'hamishito, and then it says ve'et ashamon the next pasuk. So Amrei Lachrabanan Rabanan will tell you 
et paske kera. The word et ashamot begin the pasuk that already splits them, and it'll tell you you don't pay one fifth, but you do give a korban. on ben Yochai, who told you that you don't even have to give a korban if you're paying double. Ve'et arve kera. When with that extra vav, the the next pasuk starts ve'et ashamo, not just et. It mixes them together, and it'll tell you if you're just paying principal, then you give the hamishit and the asham. If you're paying double, at that point you're not giving hamishit or the korban because it's all together. Ve'rabanan amrelach, and the rabbanan will tell you. If we're trying to mix everything together and tell you it's all connected, then you don't need the word ve'et, you don't need et, you don't need anything, right? You don't need the extra vav, you don't need the et. It's just one big thing. The fact that you wrote ve'et is coming to split it. No, you need it. You can't go without the word it. There's a difference. One is talking about uh, the regular people money, and one is talking about Hashem's money, the money, the higher up money. Meaning, one is talking about korban, one is talking about the extra fifth that you have have to pay. I would have thought it has different rules. And that's why the vav comes to connect everything together. And according to Bishimon by your eye. If you're you're paying principal, then you're giving a fifth and a korban. If you're not paying principal, you're paying more than that, then you don't pay a fifth and, and you don't give a korban either. Amar ganav If a person stole a lamb and it became a ram, it became big. or a calf and it became an ox. There was a change that happened in the hands of the Ganav, Uknao, and he acquires it with this change. And therefore, Tavahu Machar, if he slaughtered it or he sold it, Shelo Tavah Shelo Mocher, he's selling or he's slaughtering his own animal. Therefore, you don't have to give it times four times five. Because you're only obligated to pay that uh, fine is if you slaughtered his animal. At that point, when it already changed, it's your animal. So, Rabbi Hanina has a problem. He has a question from Braita. The Braita says, If someone stole a lamb, it became a ram, a calf, it became an ox. You have to pay double and four and five the same way it was at the time when it was stolen. Now, but if you want to say that you that the the thief acquired it with that change when it became already a different animal, already it went from a lamb to a ram, and you could say he's slaughtering and selling his own animal and not the, of the of the owner. So Amalir Bila responds back, Okay, you want to tell me that the body changes, it, it, it does not let the thief acquire? Then Amai Mishalim, Shaganav, why is he paying uh, like at the time when he stole it, the four times five? The Shalim Kiashtai should pay what it's worth right now when you're bringing it to Betin. So the Baita doesn't make sense to you either. But Amalir Bihanina responds to Bila. No, it's not a problem because kiashta What's the reason you don't pay like what it's worth right now when you bring it to betin? Mishum de amarle because the thief could always tell the owner Did I steal from you an ox? Did I steal from you a ram? I stole a baby calf, a baby lamb. I don't have to pay that. I don't have to pay an ox and a ram. Amarle responsible 
from your logic. And Amar Lehner responds back to the Opposite. from your logic. So now Matki has a problem on Rabbi Hanina. Okay, you want to say it's not a change in the body of the animal. Say it's a change in name. It went from being a lamb to a ram. It went from being a calf to a uh, to an ox. Uh, and uh, so the why should you have to pay four and five like the time uh, uh, the time you bring into betin so amar rabba rabba explains shor ben yomo karui shor ail ben yomo karui ail it's not considered changing name because an ox even though it was just born today is still considered an ox yeah, you're right it's a calf but it's it's still also considered an ox same thing a ram even though right now it's a baby it, it's going to be a ram and therefore it's called a ram and Rabbi brings this proof. Shor ben yom okarui shor, an ox that's born today is considered an ox. Dechtiv shor or chesev or ez ki valet. See, when they're born right away, they considered a shor. Ayil ben yom okarui ayil midechtiv veele sonecha lo achalti. I didn't eat from the rams. Elim hu de lo achal kevasim achal. You telling me Jacob ate from the baby rams, but not from the big rams? No, you know he didn't steal at all. Ela lav shmami na ayil ben yom okarui ayil. Rather, you have to say that a ram, even if it's a baby, it's still considered a ram. Okay, mikol makom kasha. We still have a problem according to Rabbi Ila. Rabbi Ila said that if a lamb became a ram, that's considered change. But you see in the Brayta, if someone steals a ram and it be a lamb and it becomes a ram. And you slaughter, you pay four times four times five at the time when you bring it to Betin. And you don't say it belongs to the thief now because there's a change. So, Amar Bisheshat Hamani Bet Shamai. You have to say this right as according to Bet Shamai. You have to say that this is according to Bet Shamai. They hold that whenever there's a change, the change means nothing. It is what it is. It is what it was from the beginning. And therefore, even though this lamb became a ram, doesn't make a difference and still in the hands of the owner. But And you have to say, according to Betilel, that a change in the body of the animal is considered a change. And Rabbi Allah said his din according to Betilel. Detanya, and and here's the proof. There's a bright that says Natan la bet nana hidin. If a person gave a zona, uh, instead of paying her money, he gave her wheat ve'asaatan solid, and she made them a flower. Zetim ve'asaatan shemen. He he gave her olives. She made them olive oil anavim ve'asaatan yain or grapes, and she made them wine. Tane hada asur. One Braita says that you're not allowed to give this on the Mizbeach, and another Braita says you are allowed to give this on the Mizbeach. Ve'amar of Yosef, of Yosef said that Tani Gurion de Maspork, this Rabbi Gurion from Maspork said, Bet Shamai is the Osirin, they're the ones who said it's Asur to give as a Korban, and Bet Ilel Matirin, they're the ones who said it's allowed. My Tama de Bet Shamai, what's Bet Shamai's reason? Dichtiv, Gam, it says, Kito Avat Hashem, Eloecha Gam Shenehem. It says this is the abomination of Hashem, also both of them. Gam Gam is coming to add, even if they get changed, they're still an abomination. You can't give it as a korban. They'll tell you him, only they are an abomination, but not if you change them. So according to Bechamai, the word hem is coming to tell you that they themselves are asur. If you change them, they are asur, but their children are not asur.
So if you gave this uh, zona an animal and had a baby, the baby's not a sur. Beti lel tarteshem itmina. Beti lels, as you could learn two things from the word him. Him veloshniyem, them and not uh, if they get changed. Him velo veladotem, them and not uh, their children. O beti lel gam. Okay, beti lel, what do you do with the word gam? So gam le beti lel kasha. The word gam, according to beti lel, is a problem and there's no, there's no explanation. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.